Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Hey, Gabbers. Hi. We are happy to be back. Welcome to the podcast. I don't know why, but it just sometimes these weeks, I don't know if they're long, but I do feel like it's taking a while. I'm always like, feels like it's been a while. I so. think we're, we are getting close to the, our deadline every week. Yeah. And usually we're more on top of it. We record closer together and now we're like playing with fire. I and- know. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, but I don't know how any way around it right now uh-uh. with our lives. Uh-uh. You know, like we used to be so ahead and now it's just like, one one and a half days until it's time to publish. It's yeah. like, let's record. We're, we're working paycheck to paycheck type of thing <laughs> with just our recording time, if you know yeah. what I mean. But, um, well, I guess before we get started, do you have any someday, someday you'll laugh, laugh about this, this moments? moments? Well, if you'd like, I can kick it back to Costa Rica again. Of course. So in Costa Rica, Spencer set up this night jungle tour. Okay. And he had set this up before we left. He knew a guy that had been to Costa Rica several times. He knew oh, wait, a guy I'm... who knew a guy who oh, knew wait. a guy. I know this part of the story, not not what happened later, but I was very – I think Britt was probably like, hey, fun crusher. Because I'm not no. – I am actually – I used to be what you might consider a little reckless. I didn't <laughs> think things through always. And I'm very different that way now. Because as Britt was telling me about multiple plans with this <gasps> trip, I was like, Britt. I was the one, which I feel like it's usually was like uh, the other way around growing up. And Mm -hmm. I was very much like, you know, a guy who knows a guy who you're going to pay to take you into the the depths of the jungle. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. AKA, I'm not paying your ransom. I straight up told her (laughs) that, didn't I not? I I said, do you want the lifetime responsibility of three children or do you want to pay the ransom? It's all about choices. I'm like, well, the ransom's not coming out of my bank account because you made this reckless decision. So you better give me access to your bank account so that I can pay your ransom from your bank account. (laughs) Only sisters would be like, like best friends would be like, whatever it takes. Yeah. And they're like, you better put me on your, give me your pin number. You've done this to yourself. (laughs) I'm not about to put my family in financial squalor because of your (laughs) reckless jungle decisions. No. So a guy show is it where they're like, people make stupid decisions in foreign countries. I don't know, but it's true. And then they're like, yeah, they buy... Oh, it's... I've been watching You've Got Mail. Okay. He said, yeah, they buy leather jackets way too expensive. They don't have affairs with uh, fascist dictators. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Yes. I remember that part. Um, No, Spencer, one of his old bosses frequents Costa Rica and he okay. always posts these amazing like nightlife photos of these exotic animals mm-hmm. and so Spencer texted him and was like hey where do you go to see all this stuff and he's like this is the guy who I always hire to be my tour guide whenever we go mm-hmm. and so Spencer trusted him and so I said okay that feels okay mm-hmm. right Allison's like give me the weirdest look I don't know but nothing bad happened with Miguel I mean as far as Miguel he didn't do anything bad. Um, so <laughs> we we meet up with Miguel. He's like, okay, we're going to go to this kind of, it's like a, a reserve mm-hmm. type area. And it's, he goes, you got to bring flashlight, you got to bring bug spray, you got to bring all these things. And it's kind of like when we went and swam with the manta rays, you think about the experience, but you don't think about, I don't know. The fear? Yeah. The danger? Yes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I used to not think about that. It was a fun time in my life, <laughs> aka almost my whole life until I got married and had kids. I used to just not. It was great. I loved it. I It was. It was a great way to live. <laughs> but also you got in some pickles. Yeah. And I think I started feeling like I have, ex- I have 
reached my capacity. You've already reached your people your looking lives. over me. Yeah, yeah. Your, and your angel is like, I need a break, and they're like, Listen, you can't keep doing this. I'm not going to be here. Yeah, you know, for mm-hmm. you anymore. So I feel at like this I, point it's enabling. Yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> your guardian I kind of angel. Got that at this point, it's enabling. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we, we drive to this area, and it's not dark yet. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling okay, and we start wandering into the jungle, and Miguel is telling us, you know, some of the stuff we might see, mm-hmm. and um, he's like. You know, sometimes we actually, should I try to do the accent? It's like, sometimes we might actually might run into a uh, jaguar, mm. puma. Mm-hmm. He's like, so if we do. You're like, don't worry. I've seen Jungle Book. <laughs> Bagheera is on the good side. Uh, he watches over Mowgli. Now the giant not snake. Not a problem. Not so much. <laughs> and so then he starts telling us this story about one time where he took some people out for a night tour and the puma was stalking them. Mm. So he says, if... If we see a puma, we stand close together, and then we bring our arms out big. Mm-hmm. We make ourselves look really, really big. big. We'll make noises, mm-hmm. and everything be okay. So, I'm wait, like- <laughs> hold on. Does Miguel have a weapon? Question. Yes. What kind? A knife. A pocket knife. No, it was like it a was, machete. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> neither. Uh, it was. It was um, a, a shiv. She's like it said cuisine art on it. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are great. Uh, so, <laughs> um, no, it was more like mountain man type knife. Okay. I don't know. Oh, that's the best way I can describe it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. So anyway. Got it at the we, mountain man store. The jungle <laughs> store. In Costa Rica. Um, we're going along and it's getting darker and darker. And I make... I position myself in the middle of Miguel and Spencer. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going on the end yeah. here. So Spencer's in the back. But then there would be times where Miguel would stop us and show us something. Yeah. And I would kind of be shining my light all around us. Because I'm like, now we're sitting ducks. Basically, we've stopped moving. Yeah. And your flashing light that's like a strobe is not at <laughs> all attracting any kind, any kind of, of animal. Jungle cats. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Haven't you hurting- ever seen people get a laser pointer and like make their cat chase it? That's yeah. what you were doing. <laughs> With your flashlight. Otherwise, I was going to be in utter darkness. I don't know what else to do. Um, Britt's like, I feel like they have the upper hand in this situation. They have a night vision. vision. <laughs> I'm just a U- girl from Utah yeah. who is only here because her husband really wants to be. Right. Um, well, anyway, we stop at one point and we're really looking around and we see monkeys at oh, the top cool. of these trees. And so we spent a lot of time shining like our flashlights up to see the monkeys what and kind? see all their different things. They were, um, oh gosh, they... Miguel was just calling them white face monkeys. Okay. But they're um not howler. No. Oh, we did see some howler monkeys in Aren't a different howler place. Howler monkeys kind of scary, like mean. They make very scary noises. Okay. So it's like really intimidating. You're like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, I'm gonna die because that sounds scary. Yeah. But they're not too bad. Um uh, uh oh, capuchin monkey. Okay. Capu- so like like on And they kind of have museum. like old man face. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They kind of have like these old man kind of face, like mm-hmm. eyebrows and stuff. Um, so we're watching them and we hear this whoosh, 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 like off to the side of us. It's a puma! I yelled and ran away. It's a puma! And Miguel's like, no, Ran no, no. away? I thought you were in like some sort of vehicle. No, we were walking. Oh my, Eleanor, what are you thinking? I was, we were walking this whole time. Oh my gosh. And you didn't have your own machete? <laughs> what in the world? What is with these night adventures your husband's taking you on? Oh my gosh. This is when I'm grateful I'm and- married to like a guy who's like 80 years old inside. <laughs> Maybe 70. <laughs> he's very <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm kidding he's he probably like, actually here's was... a butterscotch everybody <laughs> he's tied you over he's he actually this because he's a hunter mm-hmm. 
he'd probably find this quite fun, even though yeah. he wasn't hunting. It yeah. kind of like you, yeah, we were out there to yeah. spot animals. Anyway, would like it. You know, on TV shows when people like shake when they're afraid. Yeah, I was like shaking, like my teeth were chattering. I was like, I've never had it's adrenaline the like. moment where your teeth were shaking and my hands were shaking. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And Miguel's like, no, it's just the monkeys. Like they slid down palms. Like palm leaves, and it made mm-hmm. a really big whooshing sound. Okay. But I was convinced it was a puma that was hovering in the area because the monkeys were there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Anyway, we keep moving. And we get to this clearing, and off in the distance, I go, oh my gosh, I see two glowing eyes. And Spencer's like, yes. Yeah. He really wanted to see a right. jaguar or puma. Right. I was like, Miguel, Miguel, do you see those glowing <laughs> eyes? He goes, put the flashlight under your chin so and shine out on your face so that puma can see your face. I was like, okay. Why? To show, like, explain to me why I'm doing this, Miguel. <laughs> I was like, is whatever this you to attract or deter? Whatever you say, Miguel. Uh, and no, it's because you want the to amount show of that- trust in this man. <laughs> you want to show it like that you're a person and not a and predator not like, or, or not like, like a like a deer. Okay. And so he's like, shine the flashlight on your face. So, so I'm sitting there like you do when you tell scary stories. Yeah. And then he gets out his like extra big spotlight and shines it over, and it is a deer. But oh oh my gosh, like I was shaking, holding this flashlight under my chin. Okay, whatever you say, Miguel. (laughs) Did you ever see a puma? We did not see a puma. But what an adventure. I, I, yeah, I'm like, I've never really been like so scared that I was like chattering and shaking. And I was, when I heard that big rustle of leaves right near us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Snipe hunting doesn't even hold a candle, AKA a flashlight to this. (laughs) Um, I just, I have to go back to, you know how you were saying your friend or your husband's friend is like frequents Costa Rica. Yeah. I always find it really interesting when people like frequent the same place. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people just find that, that vacation or that place that they just love. And they're just like, I'm just going to keep going back. Like my husband has coworkers that have, they, they go to Japan like every year or every other year. I can't remember anyway. Um, and so I just always think that's interesting because I'm kind of like, no, let's go somewhere new. Let's go somewhere Mm -hmm. new. Let's go somewhere new. But a lot of people are like, nope, I know I like it. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep going back there. You know? Yeah. Well, one time this guy that, um, was trying to sell us, um, hardy board siding, Mm -hmm. he found out that we were going to Thailand soon at that Mm -hmm. time. And he's like, oh, I've been to Thailand nine times. Uh, Red flag. And he goes, my wife never comes with me. Did you call our rescue? And I was like, Like, I was like, this is very suspicious. Yeah, for sure. So that's why I'm like, wait, did we buy... Am I am I fueling the fire here? Did, yeah, did we you buy deciding his from trip him? to Thailand? I don't know, but anyway, that felt really suspicious yeah. that he goes to Thailand that frequently. Right, sans his wife. Right, uh, <laughs> and why? What's his wife thinking? Just curious. yeah, like you're gonna go to Thailand again? Cool. Have okay, fun. bye. Bring me back something French. There's more to this, yeah, than we know. <laughs> oh my gosh, for sure. Okay, well. Thanks for sharing, Britt. I'm glad that you came back in one piece. I'm sorry that I was a fun crusher. I really, you guys, used to be such a good time. Well, afterwards, Spencer was like, he was just building all that up. Yeah. To like make it more exciting. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. I believed Miguel. And uh, (laughs) he's, whatever, he's had, he's like the snipe hunter leader, you know? Maybe, yeah. He's good. He's theatrical. He's knowledgeable. So he's telling us all about stuff and just peppering in things about pumas Mm -hmm. just to keep the excitement. Right. I guess I'm sure I appreciate, he really has seen a puma. I guess I appreciate it. Right. Because it might have been a little bit dull. But otherwise, I was even, I was even telling our cousin. frogs. I was even telling our cousin, like, because we were talking about, um, like, meeting guys and when, not now, not currently, but she's <laughs> in the dating world. And so we were talking about, like, when you meet guys and, sh- and I would be like, well, did you pursue it? You know? And she's like, well, I was leaving in, like, a week. So I just was like, well, where's this going to go? And I was like, I feel you like. You got seven days, I girl. Said, when I was your age. 
I wasn't even worried about that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, he's cute. I like him. Let's hang out. Yeah. Maybe make out. I don't know. <laughs> hang out was not. <laughs> real. That's code, guys. It's code. No, but I, I guess and in my mind, I'm like, that's how I used to be mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. I wouldn't have hesitated like, I to go really with Miguel into the ma- woods, I'm into Mar- the jungle. I really want a Mary-Kate and Ashley love adventure on Passport my vacation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just was like, and then I was telling her that I was like, I used to be very, I don't think I really was very forward thinking. I was Mm -hmm. very in the moment. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of 20 year olds used or 20 something year olds used to be, but I think we've kind of created this pressure on the Gen Z years. Like, I don't know. They have to like decide. Don't mess up. You're our future. I don't know. So I just think, I just thought it was so funny because I was, you know, thinking back to that and I was like, yeah, there, there was a time in my life when I wouldn't have even thought twice about going with Miguel. Yeah. And now I'm sitting here going, Brit. <laughs> All right. So this week we decided to put it out to our listeners about wrong place, wrong time stories. Mm-hmm. And that I thought was so genius of you to come up with this idea girl. because this has been sprinkled in throughout probably almost every episode, mm-hmm. but we wanted to dedicate an episode like specifically to it. Well, on Instagram, when I put the call out, I was... I told the apple picking story and mom goes, I've never heard this story. I go, what? It is when, I mean, I'll give you guys the Reader's Digest yeah. version. Allison had someone in her neighborhood neighborhood that was like, hey, uh, um, she put the word out, but Allison didn't know exactly where her house was. Mm-hmm. It, it was like at church or something yeah. or on Facebook. She was like, hey, I have apples. We're not gonna be able to pick all of these. So this is the directions to the house. And we didn't really use Google Maps a ton back <laughs> no. then. I had like one kid. So this was probably like 12 years ago. Yeah. So I was like, let's go apple picking. Mm-hmm. Bring your this little girl. so cute. And we don't have- This is <laughs> autumn. This is fall. We're we'll gonna bring your cider. child. And it'll be so much fun. So anyway, we drive to the location and we can't figure out which house it is. There's mm-hmm. several houses with apple trees. And we- picked the house that seemed to have the best description to the one that was given to us. Right. And we just started picking. Well, we had and to there go was like a backyard. There was this Rottweiler. scary dog and it was barking a lot, but it was chained up. But so we're like, we, okay. We were kind of like, you know. In, Trying uh, not to pick the apples where the dog could reach. Right. And, <laughs> and then suddenly someone emerged from, from the, the house. And was going, um, excuse me, can I help you? <laughs> And, and we were like, we're just, um, I said, Carol told us yeah. we could be apple picking. They're like, Who? <laughs> And we have at this point like laundry baskets, baskets full, full of, of apples. apples. And they're like, we don't know who that is. We anyone. don't know you. The police are on their way. <laughs> Not really. But they were like, and then we were like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. So we start just dumping them out. Like, I'm so sorry. We have your apples. And they're like, never mind. It's fine. Just take them. But I'm like, I, no, 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 I can, no, no. Can't in good conscience. We'll leave them here. Conscience. Take that. Make a cobbler in honor of us. Yeah. They were probably like, well, you picked them. Go make me a cobbler. And bring you, it up. We should have done since that. Since you trespassed on we, my... Yeah, we should have made them caramel but we, apples Yeah, we started like dumping the apples the on the ground. Baskets. And then just like running. And the guy's like, cool. Now I have apples all over my yard. Yeah. <laughs> like so, I wasn't even ready to pick them. Um, now I have to can them, make applesauce. So we end up finding the right house. But at that time, we almost had like lost our zeal. Yeah. We were just like, oh, this is the house. We got some, mm-hmm. but we were just so flustered yeah. from the, a previous experience from that we didn't the get, whole thing. get very much. Yeah. So anyway, that that's funny that mom had not heard that story, but that is like the type of story we're asking about mm-hmm. is just, or you know when you know when you're little, this has happened to every kid and it's happened to my children. Your mom was standing right by you at a store mm-hmm. and then you turn to look at something on the shelf and then you turn back and you grab her hand and you look up. And it's not your mom. Yeah. Or you wrap your arm around her leg. And yeah. And then you look up and you're like, 
It's like the, uh, the moment of dread, like uh-huh. my, like just the weirdest feeling mm-hmm. ever. And so those kind of situations, mm-hmm. we've all had them, whether it was like on that scale, like little yeah. or walking into the wrong home. You know, I had another incident with one of my good friends that where we walked into the wrong house to decorate it for Christmas and we were wandering <laughs> and around the, family the house was there. and the homeowner was there and she came down the stairs and we were like, hi, I would be, but horrified. they were in the middle of like remodeling things. And so Maybe they thought you guys were at like first craftsmen. she's like, are you? And then you I was like, we're here for the tree. And she's like, well, I'm not prepared for a Christmas tree. Like they're remodeling, you know? Yeah. And I was like, so well. And my friend just lost it and like <laughs> abandoned ran me away. That's in what I would the do. laundry room and was like laughing. Oh. And then, or something. I thought you meant she just ran out the door because that would be my plan. No, she like she was trying to sure call. Sure, way to get the co- cops called. She on was you. trying to call the people that we were meeting mm-hmm. to like get it straight. And so I was left facing. The, the homeowner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was so bad. Like, so embarrassing. Yeah. But anyway, so those are the stories that spurred this. I think it'll be a fun one. Well, you know how you were saying when you accidentally grab someone's hand at the store and it's not your parent or whatever. Mm-hmm. My friend actually had this happen to her. She was at a temple open house. Mm-hmm. So you go through and you get to see everything. And there's usually, it's kind of a line of people. You mm-hmm. kind of follow this flow and it gets kind of crowded. Yeah. And she, she probably was like eight years old. And she was, you know, looking at something and then grabbed her dad's hand. And then um, she looked at it and was like, what's wrong with your hand? <laughs> and I guess there was like some really red skin or something like that. And then Psoriasis she looked, or something. maybe, and she looked up and it was not her dad. Yeah. And the guy goes, it's, it's a skin condition and oh, all this no. stuff. And so not only did she like have the embarrassment of accidentally grabbing the yeah. wrong man's hand, yeah. thinking it was her dad, but then she's like humiliated him mm-hmm. in front of the line. Mm-hmm. Of, oh, sorry, sweetie. It's a skin condition. And yeah. Oh, she probably just wanted to die. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into some of our listener submissions. Okay. So this listener said they were waiting for their friends to meet him at a restaurant. And when their car pulled up, they were just taking so long to get out of the car. So her husband thought it would be funny to sneak over, yank open the passenger door, grab her friend's <gasps> arm and yell, woo-ga, 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 like just like, <laughs> like woo-ga, woo-ga, woo-ga. nonsense. Yeah. Like okay. just startle her. Okay. So oh, he did no. only you guessed it. It wasn't the friend. No. Just some random unsuspecting couple that looked like them from the side. <laughs> I want to know what the reaction is. I would probably throw hands. Yeah. Oh, I would throw major right hook or whatever. Like if someone grabbed me from the car, yeah. they would be slapped in the, the face, face, punched yeah. in the throat, mm-hmm. need in the junk. Yes. And the, <laughs> and like, and then after that, how do you explain that? Because you look like then you just are like trying to back out of a, oh, I thought, I a thought failed were- assault. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the yeah. people who attacked. Right. right. You're like, I thought you were someone I knew. A yeah. Likely story. Right. Perv. You know? <laughs> I did that at 7-Eleven. I think this might have been a someday you'll laugh about this moment from long ago. Mm-hmm. But I was at 7-Eleven. Full disclosure, I ran in really fast. My kids were in the car. It was locked and it was on. Mm-hmm. Like auto start on. So mm-hmm. before you at me, they were fine. I ran in, grabbed something, came out. So because I was hurrying to get back out to my yeah. children, there was another white SUV parked next to my SUV. And I just got in the driver's seat and sat down and put my drink in and turned around. <laughs> and of course instant panic because your kids are my gone. kids aren't in there <laughs> and then i looked and was like seeing belongings you know and i'm like <gasps> and my yours. kids were right next to it and then i look and i can see them through the windows being like mom like yelling like <laughs> that's not doing? our car you know and i'm they're like what were you doing i'm like why didn't that person lock their door <laughs> like what is happening and then and then thankfully they didn't even know mm-hmm. none the wiser yeah so how many times has someone accidentally sat in your car unbeknownst to you who knows it's and my kids thought. still love to tell that story like <laughs> about when i got in the wrong car so anyway 
Okay, well, this listener said she was at her in-law's house and she walked past the bathroom and her mother-in-law had forgotten that she was there and left the door open. That's going to be me. 100%. And she was sitting there u- using the bathroom. So yeah. you saw your mother-in-law on the can. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then to make matters worse, she actually ran out of toilet paper. Oh. And she called for her. Well, thank heaven she's there. Okay, so the mother-in-law probably didn't know that she saw her walking past. Maybe. Maybe she just thought, I'm up in the hallway. Yeah. She's down in the living room. Right. Whatever. And I'll just hurry and go. Right. It's a dangerous game, friendo. You know, and then it's so funny because I'm picturing being the daughter-in-law. I can picture the mother-in-law saying, I need toilet paper. And you running really far away so she doesn't know no, that, that you, you just right saw her there. right there. Oh, I just huffed at two flights of stairs. I'm glad I heard you. I was downstairs, not here at all. I mm-hmm. was downstairs. I didn't see your purple underwear at all. <laughs> But it is shocking. It's jarring, especially when it's someone like that. Right. And I have come very close to my kids' friends uh-huh. seeing me on the toilet. Because, like, my door's not locked and they just come in to ask me for something. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this little friend's in tow. And I'm like, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door, you mm-hmm. know. And so, But, yeah, I think a lot of times you just get an autopilot and you do the thing that you would normally do if you didn't have company over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we were talking about seeing your mother-in-law. Well, this listener, they were in Lake Powell. Of course, it's very dark outside. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the back of the houseboat to grab something. When she turns the corner, she sees her husband's grandpa in his room. They have these huge, like, floor-to-ceiling windows, and the lights are on. on. So you know how that goes. At night. Pitch dark outside, bright light inside. Other houseboats were seeing it at this point. Right. It's like, you know, beaming. A yeah. beacon of light right now. <laughs> and she said, he can't see her. Right. Right. But she can sure see him. And she says, she thanks the Lord above daily that his naked little bum was towards her and not, not the, the frontal, frontal view mm-hmm. oh my god and she said that's a vision she would love to get out of her head but you can't listen we're all Ever. gonna age we are all gonna age <laughs> but we usually age together <laughs> and slowly and so you're not used to just seeing naked grandpa butt <laughs> you know beaming in the light yes and then you feel bad talking about it but you got to talk to somebody yeah can't otherwise keep, it's just you, you can't keep that all inside <laughs> But. Maybe he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, maybe he doesn't care. He's maybe like, he doesn't care. He's like, at I've, this point, yeah, eat your heart out. I don't know. Like, <laughs> hope you enjoy the show. Yeah. This listener said they were chilling in their van. Two teenage girls pop into their van thinking it was theirs. Same theme. Oh, okay. Even better was the driver of the girls saw the whole thing. Oh, good. So, so whoever like- was driving the girls in the van, <laughs> yeah. probably the mom, yeah, um, just saw them yeah. and hop into some random van. Okay. Put yourself in the actual you're their driver situation. Mm-hmm. Do you stop it or do you just watch it and laugh? Because I can tell you what I would do. Watch it and be. laugh. Yeah. I would be Well, watching. here, I think, I, I think sitting here in the seat, I say watch it and laugh. But I think in the moment, I would probably- If it's like your girls? Yeah. I would probably be like, no, 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 no. What ah, are you guys ah, doing? Ah. I'm over here. And then hindsight, I'd say, let's get a story out of this. Yeah. <laughs> in the moment, I'm like, no, 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 stop. Over here. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, look at this direction. All right. This is a doozy. That's great. Okay. So this listener said when they were younger, maybe sixth or seventh grade, she had some cute boys mm-hmm. from school toilet paper her house. Yeah. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. That's rude, a compliment. But when it's, you're it's in flattering. sixth or seventh grade, you're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. Trevor toilet papered my house, which means he's thinking about me. Yeah. It almost was like the cool thing. Yeah. It, it, was, it was nothing but a compliment. Right. So she was like pretty <laughs> pumped about it. So the next night, she and her friends, they wanted to get them back. But her mom would only take them if they also made treats. 
okay. for them because uh-huh. it's like, well, let's make sure they know this isn't malicious. This is friendly fire. I could see myself being that mom. I'm yeah, yeah, me too. Being like, but we're going to take cookies to him because like the way to a man's heart <laughs> is not through toilet papering, but his stomach. Anyway, so she said, um, they happily obliged. No problem. We'll make cookies. They TP'd the house. So good. She said they felt very proud. <laughs> Sorry. I'm excited. You just keep... <laughs> Cracking up, it up myri- periodically. <clears throat> the next day at school, they find out that they did not, in fact, toilet paper his house. Oh, no. I am, like, struggling to get the sentence out. But a quadriplegic man house. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's not funny. No. But it is hilarious. <gasps> a, a Someone who, like, can't even go, go clean, clean it up. up. He said he was actually a known motivational speaker in the area for being a quadriplegic. So this was... Motivate this! (laughs) Gosh. And so... That's why... Can you see why I just kept laughing? I can't with this. And it's like... It's like, of course, of all the houses to accidentally do... The quadriplegic? Like, what? Yeah, and so she said... We felt so bad and they went to clean it up, but it was actually already taken care of. Probably, the probably like a neighborhood that was like, effort. Who being on like, earth? Or who are these monsters? Yeah. That would do this to this motivational, inspiring man, you know? <laughs> and so she said, hopefully we're hoping that the cookies maybe helped make up for it. <laughs> and she said, funny to look back though. And said, the mom also willingly took them <laughs> as the mom. I don't think I could live with myself. Oh, I think I, I would be on their front door and being like, listen, I got to clear the air here. Yeah. Just in case you have a security camera or something. And this <laughs> is probably when we were young. So probably no Not. security cameras mm-hmm. um, at like homes, mm-hmm. you know, but I think I would just be like, you need to understand. This was not something towards you. Yeah. I beg your forgiveness. Yes. <laughs> beg being the operative word. Like, come on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, this listener, she said she was supposed to be meeting a guy for a movie date at his mm-hmm. apartment. And she went to the apartment and just walked in. Mm-hmm. Didn't we all do that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Once again, th- speaking of unlocked, like yeah. nothing was locked. Right. And it's horrifying. Um, she helped herself to a seat and started chatting with the roommates. Mm-hmm. She was in the wrong apartment for 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. So because she's probably never met his roommate. Yeah. She just thought, okay, I'm gonna, I'll make friends with these guys. And I'm going to knock their socks off right wow now. Wow them. So that when... We get home from the date. They'll be like, she seems She's so awesome. Cool. She sat and chatted with us for a half an hour. <laughs> they were probably like, who's this gal? <laughs> we weren't expecting company. The rom-com would go. She, she actually, actually fell in love with one of the roommates that the, wasn't the actual the accident. roommate. Yeah. 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 Because she gets all embarrassed. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm in the wrong place. Bye. It's kind of Cinderella. Like, yeah. wait, wait a second. Where's she going? And then oh, they meet but again. she left her phone here. And then they meet again on the Aggie shuttle. Right. And he returns her book. Right. Jacket, phone, whatever. And they, they just <laughs> keep me, they just keep meeting. Yeah. And it's because it was always meant to be. Mm-hmm. And then she finally ends up on the date with the guy she was dreaming Supposed of. To be, and, and it, it doesn't, doesn't work It falls out. flat. And it's like, oh my gosh. And then she sees the same guy at a restaurant right. with another girl. Same thing. It's falling flat. Yeah. And, and so then they hook up. TriStar, call us. <laughs> um, okay. Well, this has to do with heartbreak. Okay. This listener said her boyfriend in high school, first love, right? Right. Just so many feelings. And um, <laughs> it ended very dramatically. She'd like us to get into why. Uh, she just feels like it needs to be we said. We need the backstory. Because then it, her actions seem more justified. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. okay. So she said, 
Uh, she went home for a weekend. I think they were in college at this point. Okay. So co- high school to college relationship. I okay. think those are hard to transition it into. It is. It's just a whole new chapter in mm-hmm. life. And sometimes you don't still fit together. You right. Know? And some of you want to go sow your wild oats. Mm-hmm. And some of you got your nose in the books and you know what you want. Mm-hmm. You know? And those people are generally in a relationship with each other. Yep. <laughs> I was just going to say that. And somehow those people find each other. Um, So she said she had gone home for a weekend and he was just ghosting her. Mm -hmm. She got this feeling, something sketchy is going on. So she asked him, listen, is there someone else? And he's like, there's nobody else, but I think we should be done. Okay. Well, heartbroken. Yeah. And mad. Uh, Later that night. There's no one else. It's actually you and we're done. Yeah. And I'm over it. (laughs) You're like, actually, could you tell me there's someone else? That actually make it feel a little bit better, surprisingly. I'm as surprised as you are. Um, is she uh, really, 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 really hot and fun and just, you know, great? Um, so anyway, she said she's heartbroken, mad, but later that night on the Gossip Hotspot, a.k.a. Twitter, this girl, <laughs> his ex mm-hmm. from before her, was posting very passive things about hooking up with him. Oh, wow. Bold. Mm-hmm. And she said because she's not passive, mm-hmm. she decides I'm going to engage with her. And it was warfare. Twitter warfare wow okay and she said she was obviously going to win because she was hooking up with the stupid boy she loved anyway (laughs) she had to go back and get her stuff from his house one day his apartment whatever while he was gone she really made a scene she said i'm like like she like wrecked his room she said i ripped up (gasps) i ripped up notes that she had written him all throughout the room she wrote a note on his mirror like a psychopath. I'm, I just added that. I'm picturing like red lipstick, lipstick note. I don't know. Wrote a note on his mirror about how much he sucked and told him <laughs> she was leaving their pet crab. <laughs> I have all these questions now. <laughs> their pet crab. Sebastian. To, re- to remind him of what a shizzy, what a, well, how crappy he was to her. So much drama. Oh my gosh. Didn't, I would have loved to know more behind the, the pet crab. The pet crab. So did they have this pet crab together? It yeah, sounds like. It does like, feel like even more of a betrayal. Like if they of, were pet owners together. Instead of on like <laughs> Legally Blonde, I'm taking the dog, dumbass. It's like, <laughs> I'm leaving the, the crab. crab. <laughs> <laughs> so needed to tell us that because it sets the stage for what happened. Okay. She said, of course, they're not exactly on speaking terms after this. <laughs> But she was still pretty good friends with his, one of his um, roommates. But that roommate had moved to a different apartment, just like one or two apartments away. And she, so she was still kind of hanging out with this roommate, Would went to his house to work on some kind of project. Partway through, that roommate was like, I need to run back to my old apartment because there's still a few of my things there that we need. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I'm not going with you. Yeah. And he's like, he, I know for sure he's not there. Uh-oh. She's like, okay. <laughs> How much do we trust Justin? <laughs> Who's do you, have most, fi- do you have find my friends on this guy? Who's most loyal to him? He's yeah. most loyal to. Well, she said his name was Chad, and oh, she said close. <laughs> this was in her words. I know I should have known the relationship was doomed from the beginning because I've never met a nice guy named Chad. Now listen, we have a cousin named Chad, and very he's nice. very nice. But <laughs> there's sometimes we all have gone through life where we've met like somebody, somebody, and we're like, I've only ever met jerks named that. Whatever, yeah. you know, and you're mm-hmm. like, what is it with that name? And so right. she must have that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he assured her that Chad's not going to be there. <laughs> and she goes over there and she's standing in the kitchen. And while she's waiting, 
She hears the door open and she says she hears a stupid shuffle walk that she recognized (laughs) and was like frozen. Oh my gosh. And she said she was kind of like in the kitchen area that was like a little more hidden from view from the front door. Mm -hmm. And she sees the friend and he looks at her and goes, "Uh oh. Oh And she's stuck in the kitchen and there's not a way out. Uh And so she sees him turn to Chad, the boyfriend, Uh the ex, and like nod his head like, you need to get out. Yeah. And so she said she could hear his footsteps. He didn't just turn around and walk out. He backed out like backwards. She could hear him like backing up backwards. Oh my gosh. Like probably because he didn't dare turn his back on this girl. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, listen, she just fatal attraction. I'm I'm surprised the crab is not dead in my bed. Yeah. And I'm just going to go ahead and keep keep eyes on her while I remove myself from from the the building. Oh my gosh. Did so he climb she, out the window of his room? So she said, well, they were in like that. He just walked in the front door. Oh, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And she was uh-huh. like in the kitchen. Okay. And so she said she was mortified, mm-hmm. but forever proud that she didn't look. She just yeah. stayed frozen and just, <laughs> it's like, if I don't move, it's like a T-Rex. He can't see if so we don't move. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this listener said, um, her sister had just had a baby okay. and we all know a lot of us or you know, a lot of us can relate to that very foggy brain feeling of those first few months of having a baby. You're nursing and that's depleting you as well. You're very tired. And so in the moment you're kind of think you're thriving or you're doing fine, but a lot of times from the outside looking in, not so much, or just like you're, you're just very depleted okay. is my point. Mm-hmm. So her sister was in that point. They were, but they were at a high school football game and her baby needed to nurse. And she was like, this baby already struggles with like nursing and she has to get really comfortable. She can't, she's not one of those that could just like whip it out and put a cover on Uh in public. So she's like, I'm just going to go to the car, nurse the baby and I'll come back. (laughs) So she goes to the car and gets like all situated. And again, she kind of has to be specific with like how she's nursing and everything like that. Well, in the middle of her nursing, this man kind of comes over to the door and she's kind of like getting a weirded out like, yeah this creeper i'm nursing like yeah i'm guessing she was covered like mm-hmm. but still you can tell what someone's doing you yeah know? and she's just like i am kind of getting nervous i'm kind of getting creeped out by this guy kind of seems to be hovering hovering by this my door and then as the baby's like finishing up and she's like getting she starts to look around the car oh <gasps> oh my gosh we have so many of these yes. what's happening and she starts to realize same thing <gasps> this isn't my stuff. There's oh, like, you know, water bottles or a sweatshirt or whatever that she's uh-huh. like, I am in the his wrong car. And he's just he's politely, just politely sweetly for her to, to finish, finish nursing. nursing. <laughs> he probably thought she was a vagabond homeless woman that needed a warm place to feed her baby. You know what oh I mean? Gosh. And so then she didn't know what to do. So she just got out and he just quickly hurried and got in his car and she no just, questions no, asked. no words exchanged. Oh my gosh. No, well, sorry. Not even approach the subject. She just got out mortified and he just didn't, he probably didn't want to make her feel bad. Right. And so he just got in his car and drove away. Oh, after my someone gosh. just breastfed their baby in your <laughs> car. So at first it's like, poor guy. He looks like the perv. He looks like the weirdo. Yeah. But he was actually just letting her finish up. You're actually being really nice. Really nice. I think most of us would be like, uh, knock, knock, knock. Excuse me. What are you doing? Yeah, that's my car. You mm-hmm. know, and he was just like, oh, well, just let her finish up. This is like, Yeah, this is like Goldie. These are like Goldilocks situations, you know, where it's like someone's sitting in my, my car. Someone's breastfeeding in my car. What is happening? It's just, it's that autopilot thing we've talked about. Or if you're flustered and like she or, said, or depleted or know, whatever. She was saying, because it's her sister-in-law she's telling a story about. And she was saying, you know, 
she's tired. Mm-hmm. Like she's got this newborn. And uh-huh. so you're just kind of going through the motions and focusing on, I got to get the baby, get him fed, get the whole rig and roll with that. And mm-hmm. so not firing on all cylinders. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just be safe out there, folks. And just remember, someday you'll laugh about this. All right, you guys, thanks for gabbing along with us. Check our Instagram and make sure you're following. All right, you guys. <laughs> we'll see you next <laughs> Have week. Have a good one. I'm still pretty, pretty fun, but <laughs> keep telling yourself that don't let me forget to tell the story about Andy's uncle that I grabbed his bum and I have come very close to my sis, my friend, my daughter. I hope I'm not getting migraine. What's happening? My kids. Rental my cars. Gosh, I'm not letting you go foreign traveling. Stop. Like, I didn't actually. It was about a- you, Brit. Like you had your time to shine. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> the, I just got a text message from my daughter's school. It says, Just letting parents know we had a fire truck and an ambulance at school today. Uh, Response service are here to assist a student that had her finger caught in a desk. Oh, boy. Yeah. The student has been helped and all is well. Thank you and have a great day. (laughs) Student's like, all is well, huh?